Welcome back to part two in this series on the NJ Criminal Podcast. Meg welcomes Fred Amicucci. Fred is a member of the Professional Background Screening Association, American Staffing Association, as well as serving on the board of directors for the New Jersey Staffing Alliance. Fred has a BA in psychology and a BA in criminal justice from Moravian University. Yeah, it's been really great. I love meeting people. So Sure, and I would imagine if you have a, a, a client that is a large employer, in, in other words, employing a, a large number of employees, either repeat clients for you. Um, yes. I'm curious about something because one thing when a, when a client comes to me and mm -hmm. they want to discuss this topic of expungements, Mm. Um, I always caution them that, hey, yeah, what, what does an expungement mean? Well, if you get an, a matter expunged, it is as if it never existed. Um, you know, we always check to make sure that, you know, once an expungement is complete, that it has been actually removed by the various authorities uh, mm -hmm. so that it doesn't pop up. But I always caution them, you know, if you're asked by an employer, have you ever been you know, arrested, convicted, or has has anything ever been expunged, which you know, many, legal? many oh, federal okay. employers will ask that specific question. Oh, federal. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I can uh, see that. You know, if you're going to apply to the FBI, they're probably you're going to be <laughs> you're going to be in more trouble if you say no and they yeah. find out that you had something expunged. So that issue of expungement, does that ever come up for you? Uh, do you ever it, have somebody come to you and say, well, wait a minute, I got that expunged? Yeah, that has happened. And that's concerning, I guess. It, it really is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and the thing is, it, you know, I, I understand the person's point of view. Hey, you're the background check company. Why are you reporting this? And what we tell them, we're, we're, we're take records from the courthouse and that's all we're doing. So obviously the, the, the problem was um, the mistake the occurred. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, you know, we obviously share the information we, and then we actually, I mean, there's a number of steps we legally have to do whenever someone inquires about their background check, but we will reach out to the court researcher. We'll get all the information on the case. We'll tell them exactly where to go, where to contact, who to contact. Um, so I agree, uh, you know, and, and that's, you know, that's, that's something that, um, you know, I think a, a person should probably look at or at least think about before they're going on a job interview. Yeah. Hey, I had a situation, maybe I should check that out. Well, that leads me to my next question. Have you ever sure. had a, uh, just a private citizen, you know, approach your firm and, you know, ask to have a background check checked on, on, on their themselves kind of preemptively? Yeah, we, we actually have. And it, you know, the fair credit reporting act states, it has to be a permissible person, uh, purpose for a person to be doing a background check. So obviously, if someone's doing a background check on themselves, as long as we uh, verify that it is that person, um, so and we get written authorization following the FCRA guard guidelines, so we have done that um, because you know when you think about it, it's almost like it's almost like credit. Back in the day, you know, no one could really get an actual credit score. You could get your credit report and you, you had to yeah, pay for it. Yeah, but they never give you the score. That's right. They never give you this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you know, and then. You know, when you go to get a loan or, or something like that, you know, you don't really know what your score is. And I almost relate that to background checks. It's like, you know, every company, over 96% of companies will do a background check. But how would you actually uh, do your own background check 
besides, you know, doing like a Google search or like you mentioned, you know, so mm-hmm. um, I think it's something that people should should be looking into doing. Right. Does anybody ever come to you and ask you to do a background check as if you were a private investigator on another individual? Well, kind does that of, not yeah, really yeah. happen? Yeah, like, can, you know, everyone, they hear we do background checks, like my friends, some friends mm-hmm. were like, oh, can you check out my neighbor? I'm like, no, right. no, no, no. Yeah. I, I do pre-employment, you know, that right. was getting... You know, my cold college friends were asking me, Fred, I'm going on an interview. They're going to do a background check. And I smoked a little, right. a little weed. You know, what I, I could, you know, I'm not a doctor, although I'll tell you what I know. And this is what happens in the pre-employment background check world, but I'm not a doctor. Um, and the other thing is, you know, a lot of my conversations start out with, I'm not a lawyer and I'm not giving you legal advice. You should probably mm-hmm. call Meg for this. Yeah, there you although, go. Yeah, call Meg. Um <laughs> I do know this though, so that's kind of how I approach some of those questions. Do psychiatric records pop up? Pop up? No, no, no. Yeah, uh, I'm never... surprised, and the reason I say that is because I know, in, at least in New Jersey, if you want to get a firearm, mm. you know, they run uh, a check, and if you yeah. have ever been in a, in a psychiatric institution for any purpose, it will show up. I've, I've done a... work for clients that, um, you know, have had, you know, maybe gotten admitted years and years ago and wanted to now get a firearm and you have to get that removed. Yeah. Yeah. And after a period of time, and I, I think it's right around the seven year mark, those things stop showing up. So I just didn't know if that was something that your, you know, potential or your clients rather for their potential employees were ever looking into. You know, it, I guess not. the way I think about it, unless that, because I guess it would kind of be uh, like discrimination, you know, just mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. they have some type of psychiatric issue, um, you wouldn't be able to discriminate because of that, unless you know. Well, it right, unless it was a violent crime. Of, right. Uh, well, yeah, and unless it was a, a type of job like um, for type, some certain types of governmental work, yes, yeah. might might raise a red flag. And um, it, the the thing with our the pre-employment and the Fair Credit Reporting Act, when it comes to um, government jobs, there is a little bit of uh, different rules, obviously. Um, well, law enforcement, I would say, you know, someone um, in terms of uh, pre-employment for law enforcement is a lot different than basic uh, pre-employment. Mm-hmm. Are, are there a lot of uh, companies that do what you do or um, is, it, is there, there a competitive nature to the to the type of work that you do or how, do, how does it, that work? Yeah, it actually, it, it kind of is. And over the past, I, I think I've seen an increase over the past five to seven years or so, um, because I think the, the issue has become more popular and maybe people are thinking, you know, they could get into it. Although there's there's a handful that have been in the business for a number of years. So we see a lot of them, you know, they're in the business for a few years and then they drop off because it's a lot more involved than people really understand when you're doing an, a true actual background check and a background check service. Um, and I don't think people really understand that how much there is involved with it. So yeah. I think that's why a lot of people, you know, people think they could put up a website and kind of do a, a database check and they're a background check company, yeah. which is you know totally untrue. Are there different, in your experience, are there different industries? I'm not going to ask you to name potential, you know, or, or name your clients specifically, but are there industries that are um, more discerning than others in terms of what they're going to let slide and what they aren't? 
<laughs> you know, I mean, I'm, I'm just curious. Let me give you a list and I'm the, thinking about the, it from the perspective the of, you know, I have, I have people come in that want to move on with their life, want to clean up their record, want to get things expunged or, or are concerned about pleading guilty to X crime versus Y crime because of obviously and understandably the impact that it might have on their future ability to get a job. Um, yeah. So are there, are there certain, you know, again, I won't ask you to name particular clients, but are there certain industries that you find are um, more discerning versus more lenient in terms of who they're going to hire? Or do you uh, not yes. even get involved in that? Do you just turn over the background and then that's the end of it? Do you know what happens to the, to the yeah. employer, employees well, rather? And again, it, the, the FCRA is basically the Bible of the, the background check industry. So what, what's that stand for? Fair, fair credit reporting act. Got it. And, um, you know, a lot of people think it only has to do with credit. Uh, although there is a lot of language in there that is credit, but it actually pertains to pre-employment uh, screening. So it, it's really it's to include very, the criminal background. Yeah, okay. yeah. It, it um. So in terms of like what we always and part of the Fair Credit Reporting Act mentions that a business that is doing pre-employment background checks, you must have a hiring policy in place before you're doing background checks so you know you want to keep everything consistent and and th the thing is actually there's no law that says you have to do background checks you know people kind of forget that you don't if you're a business you don't have to do a background check but if you start you have to keep it some kind of consistency in terms of your background check policy so that whether it be it may you know um uh, maybe a, a different position and, you know, at CFO, obviously you're, you're going to do a little bit more intense background check and maybe it's a one-time thing and you, as opposed to maybe your salespeople. Um, but you do want to keep it consistent. And um, you also, in terms of the hiring policy, you also want to signify what you're willing to hire for and not willing to hire for in terms of what crime it is. And the three criteria that they mentioned in the Fair Credit Reporting Act are um, the severity of the offense, how long ago it took place, and how directly it relates to the position or the work that the person will be doing. And, I, you know, I, I tell people, I said, I say, um, you know, a, a good example is let's say you're, you need a janitor that's going to be cleaning your office in the middle of the night. And, uh, you know, I don't know, you do a background check and you see the janitor was uh, convicted of aggravated assault maybe five years ago. Um, you know, it, that may, that may be okay because number one, he's, he's not even going to be around any other people. He's cleaning offices. He's in the middle of the, you know, middle of the night. Um, it wasn't theft. He's not going to steal anything. Mm -hmm. um, although, you know, someone who's, you know, going to be a manager or something like that, who's going to be leading people in front of people all day, all the time, that may be something you uh, may want to address. You know, right. the other thing is they also mentioned they also mentioned you want you have to take an individualized assessment of the records and the person that um, that you're 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 taking a look at. Um, so don't just overgeneralize as well. Right. So if you turn over, I'll just call it a background report to a client, an employer. Do you find that sometimes a representative from that client will call you guys back for further clarification? Do you have that kind of back and forth relationship with the employer, your client, or not? Yes, we do. I mean, we we provide that. Um, 
we can't obviously give them advice and that's a typical mm -hmm. situation. Should oh, we uh, hire them? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm not kidding. It's yeah. a, I go, I don't know. I could just tell you, you know, oh, they were, uh, you know, um, tested positive on a drug mm -hmm. test. What, what should we hire them? What do we do? Mm -hmm. I, I can't advise you on that. I'm not your HR director. I'm not your attorney. Um, right. So that does happen a lot. Well, we I'm curious too. Them. Do you ever find, do you get access to disclosures that the potential employee made? And um, if so, have you found whether or not it makes a difference if they, um, you know, forgot and left something off versus well, being uh, upfront? Yeah, because you could, uh, you know, in a sense, the employer can deny employment because they lied. Right. You know, I think that's the main. Yeah, the that's main usually thing. more of, I always tell people that's usually more of a problem is leaving something off. Because, um, that, you know, who knows? Because an employer can think, well, how do we know they're not going to lie while they're working here right. about something? It's not so much what happened. And I mm -hmm. think in general, we're all, you know, decent people willing to give other people a chance. If you're upfront and honest and just describe your situation, at least you'll have an explanation on, you know, mm -hmm. uh, what happened. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think, um, you know, the, 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 from my perspective as a criminal defense attorney, um, I think the, the lesson to be learned is that you want to follow up with um, after having, you know, completed an expungement for a client. I always follow up either with uh, my investigator or by doing another search just to make sure that mm -hmm. those items were removed, um, you know, because as we said, that that can be problematic and um, you know, but from the from the credit reporting side, financial credit reporting mm -hmm. side, um, you know, do you, do you, what is the length of time that certain things show up? Like, will a bankruptcy show up forever? Or um, are there certain things that, that show up that really can't ever be removed? Or, um, you know, I, I know there are a lot of other types of companies that help people rebuild their credit. Is that something that you can comment on? Or, or does it really just depend? I, well, yes and no. And I say mm -hmm. that only because uh, only because our company started out as a uh, credit reporting agency. So, um, you know, uh, technically we can, there are still, believe it or not, there are still some people who are here with our company that can advise on that, but it's not mm -hmm. really what we do. Got it. Um, you know, it's, you know, we could point them in the right direction, but, you know, uh, officially, no, we don't really advise on the, you know, the credit help. <laughs> Got it. 35 years that's how long uh data screening's been in business is that right well it, it's actually 25 but okay. it, it it's kind of overlapping it start like i said the, the credit reporting agency i guess oh gosh over i would say around 35 years maybe longer mm -hmm. and what happened was it uh some of our banking clients the fdic actually required banks to get their employees background checked mm -hmm. um so at that time a lot of our banking clients started asking uh, if we if we were doing back if we could do background checks, and uh, so the company looked into that, and uh, and did all the procedures, looked into some of the uh, most advanced technology at that time, and started doing background checks, and uh, um, and that's kind of how that portion started, and. Um, mm -hmm. I think the one, the, one of the owners actually, um, 
renamed it data screening. That was 25 years ago and kind of pushed all the business over to data screening. And ironically, I think the credit portion, the credit reporting agency was actually sold to a, another company. Got it. Got it. But you still do the credit reporting. Yeah. 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 Um, let me ask you a question. I was checking out your website and, um, you know, what do you think of the website? Checking you out on, on, uh, LinkedIn. I designed the website, by the way. Did you? I like it. Yeah. I had a, a big hand in it. I wouldn't say designed it, but anyway. It's very nice. I like it. I did datascreening.com <laughs> for anybody who's yeah. listening that wants to check it out. Um, but W-B-E-N-C, W-B-E-N-C certified. Tell me what that is. I had never heard that before. Um, and I, I want to know just a little bit about it and maybe uh, have you or some other folks from your from your company come back on to talk about that in more detail. Yeah, that would be a great idea. Um, WeBank is a woman business organization. So to be a WeBank member, you have to, it has to be 51% or more owned by a female, which um, we are. And what's nice about it, it's a supply diversity, supply diversity type of organization. And a lot of WeBank owners uh, will like to do business with other WeBank owners. Mm -hmm. Sorry. So fellas, it's like a referral you know, type of thing? Sort of, but it, it's, mm -hmm. you, it's huge. And even some companies like, you know, major, major companies will actually um, section off part of their business to only be toward, you know, women owned companies and part of WeBank. So it's, we've gotten a lot of really, really good clients and more importantly developed a lot of awesome relationships from it. Mm -hmm. um, I, Unfortunately, can't speak much more about it other than that. Uh, yeah, I'm interested. Uh, I mean, as a as a yeah, you know, a, having a woman-owned business, right? I, I'm interested to learn more about that. I've probably sold more. Um, I would say, well, pushed more about the organization whenever I'm speaking to uh, or find out it's a woman-owned business. It's it's the one thing I bring up right away, just because the the benefits and the success we've um, you know, we got out of it. It's a really great organization. And um, I'm sure you could put, put me in touch with someone that could come back oh, on yeah. the show maybe and talk more about that from the perspective of, hey, I, I'm a woman. I have a woman-owned business. Why should I, uh, uh, I guess it's WeBank you refer to it, W-E-N-C, yes. WeBank. Why should I, I uh, you know, seek that type of certification? What would it benefit? How would it benefit me? Yeah, I have a complete write-up on uh, that I could send you. And then also our, our president, Kimberly, she actually, uh, I don't correct, um, I apologize if I get this wrong. There was a, a program they have, it's a talk program. Mm -hmm. And she went through a training course. I forget how long it took, but um, she graduated. So they have a lot of unbelievable programs. And um, yeah, it's, it's really great organization. Oh, they I'd, have a, I'd love to, to invite her to come on uh, the show and talk to, talk to me about that. Yeah, definitely. I, mm -hmm. I'll, I'll get in touch with her and I'll have her uh, reach out to you. Fantastic. Well, listen, I really appreciate you taking the time to, uh, to talk to me. I, I uh, um, you know, our, our, our good mutual friend, Tom, kind of yeah. hooked us up and connected us. And I, I think it's really interesting to see the overlap, you know, me as a criminal defense attorney and how, how background checks are important to, um, you know, how I advise my clients both um, on the front end before yeah. uh, making any decisions with regard to any pe pending criminal charges in New Jersey. And then oftentimes on the back end when they're coming to me and saying, hey, look, 
you know, here's my history, or this is what I think my history is. I want to uh, be able to move forward with my life to get a job uh, and improve myself. And uh, how can I go about getting things expunged? So it's kind of a neat perspective to have spoken yeah. to you and kind of see that the other side of the employer and where the employer is drawing their information from. So I can't thank you enough for, for joining me here on a Friday and a beautiful day in thank October. You. And, and uh, hopefully uh, we can meet up in person someday. I look forward to meeting We hope you've enjoyed the NJ Criminal Podcast with Meg Horner. The best way to support the show is to subscribe and rate us on your favorite podcast apps. For more information about criminal defense in New Jersey, go to hornerlaw.com. That's H-O-E-R-N-E-R law.com.